Hey, leaders. So this week, we are going to talk about a couple different things. The section when we talk about our new mission uh, infographic that we have, but it actually dovetails into the week five message because we're going to talk about seeing grace. And there's two main things that I talk about in seeing grace. One of them is the kingdom of God going forward, which really, you know, is mission. And and secondly, the growth that God does in believers' lives is also how we can see grace with one another. So we're going to dive into this and there'll be kind of two parts about that, our new mission infographic, but also how that kind of relates to us gathering together in our gospel communities and asking questions of one another. So explain this new mission infographic. You want the want the story behind it? Like this, yeah, that story's I, good. Well, we have a guy in in our gospel community that's going through some really difficult stuff. And when we did the questionnaire we sent out, one of the questions in it was, "How does your gospel community live on mission?" And his response essentially was, "I don't know if we do. I don't know, you know, what we're really doing." And I read that and. I, in a very nice way, I contacted him and I said, you know, for the, for the last year and a half, we've been meeting together. You have, you stayed at my house. You stayed at this person's house. We walked with you through this together. And that's part of mission. And he responds with, I thought mission was just service and, and finding things to do. And I went back to, you know, Jesus, you know, mission is witness and discipleship and going into all the world, baptizing everyone in the name of the Father and the Son and the Spirit, teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you. I mean, this is this is the great commission. And so that that's witness, that's discipleship, which also through all of that results in how we do serve one another. So all those things are part of it. And I had to apologize. Like one of my friends goes, you shouldn't take all that upon yourself. And I said, but really, you know, the buck stops here. If somebody who has been coming to Element for over a decade doesn't understand when we say the word mission, that's not on them. That's on us. And so we wanted to find a way to better and clearly communicate that. And that's why we came up with the infographic. I'll link to the infographic below so you can see what we're talking about. But basically, mission's in the center. So in this new infographic... Two exclamation points. I thought someone was going to edit that out too. I thought it was funny, so I left it. I well, you know what's funny about it is I actually asked, he goes, I said, would a visual be better for you? Something you can see? And he goes, that'd be great. So for visual learners, this is really good. So yeah, in the center, you have mission. God's calling for his people. So dumb. This is not dumb. This is great. Two out of three says dumb. (laughs) (laughs) We'll keep going. Whatever. This can be dumb. (laughs) This is what this is what makes good podcasts though, because people then will giggle along with us. I don't think I like it. We're not talking about the infographic. We're talking about how I'm making Michael say it and Michelle do the subtext. Yeah. Oh boy! And then on the outside, uh, we have three compo- elements uh, that make this up: witness to unbelievers, disciple believers, and serve the world. And really, you can start anywhere, and you, we can all grow in each of these areas. And you can go from witnessing a non-believer unbeliever to discipling them as believers, inviting them to go serve in the world. And that's not just globally, that's in our community, that's in our, all the way down to our homes, yeah. our, our, our immediate families. Because we're westernized thinkers though, I think when we look at something like this, it's like, how do I balance all three of these? I've got to get 33.3% on each one of these. So it balances out just right. There's always going to be one that's going to overshadow the others, depending on the time and space in our lives. And and one of them may be 5%, and one of them may be 80%. And it's just, 
it, it's going to ebb and flow depending on the spaces where you are and the people you have in front of you. And that's okay. In the season, God's calling you to. Right, right. To me in the past, I've, I've used the word mission as the witness to unbelievers almost exclusively. Same here. And I would have used discipleship for the disciple believers. And I would have seen serve as, yeah, it goes in, but you, you serve both. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting that somebody else, you know, this person I was talking about looks at that and sees mission as service. Right. It's like that is, and that's a thing that they defined it as because we have kind of done that. We would told, we told you to see this before. What is your missional focus? Meaning what are you doing? And that's kind of, I think, led to how this person saw it. Well, the goal of the missional focus was who were you trying to evangelize to? So a group. Ah, see, that's how you thought of it. When this person heard that, they thought, what's the service project we're doing? Right. So it all comes down to, uh, if you were, if you listened to last week's, our grid, how we, how we view things. And which again, come, this is why Galatians is so good for us as a people. Absolutely. <laughs> But, but yeah, so it, it's the grid. And so we thought the infographic would just be a much better way to explain it with something that's sitting right in front of us. You know, breaking out each of those aspects mm. and then talking about that in the context of all three together, you know, serving the world. Serving the world. Well, what is, I'm part of the world. Can somebody come and clean my bathrooms out next to the pool? Well, that's where we could talk about calling, <laughs> right? Is it just serving lane bricks or is it? serving as calling with all right. of this or witnessing like, okay, what comes along with that? Like strategies for witness can also entail service and how are we growing as disciples so that we can be better witnesses, you know, we could do it with all three. Well, I, th- I think each one of those directly funnels into each other totally. because, because serving, right? You are, if you are speaking and leading someone to Christ, you are serving them. You are going out of your way to do this. If you are discipling somebody else, you are taking time out of your life to do that. Mm-hmm. That's that's service. serving mm-hmm. somebody else. And so all those things really do fit together. Yeah. Well, another word, serving is sacrificing. Mm-hmm. And we talked about kind of using that language and we end up not, but yeah, I mean, sacrificing of time, resources, um, desire, you know, mm-hmm. I don't want to talk to, I don't, yeah, I don't want to talk to go talk to that person right now. It's, well, I don't ever want to talk to that person. Well, I know, but you, thank you for talking to me. I appreciate <laughs> it. Most days. <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't matter what we call it, right? Right. Because as long as we are making believers out of non-believers, helping grow them into Christ likeness and serving in all areas, that's great. Yep. If we could only just do that. <laughs> well, so it's still hard. So it, it's, it doesn't remove, in my mind, doesn't remove the missional aspect, the witnessing to non-believers, but how can we be better as a people uh, and intentional in that, in that area? I think the thing I like most about this is if, if you're looking at it, you'll notice there's a lot of arrows, a lot of arrows. of arrows, right? But what's cool about it being kind of circular like this is, is you can't have anyone in isolation. And I think viewing the whole thing together, it really provides kind of like the broader framework for it and it gives you perspective for whatever season or activity it is that God's calling you to like in that moment. So maybe you are in a season where you're investing heavily in discipling believers, whether that's in your GC or your family or elsewhere, but seeing this, it reminds me, okay, but how are you moving them to a place where they're actually equipped to go witness or where are you maybe going to challenge or encourage them to serve the world, for instance. Mm -hmm. And that goes with any one of these as your starting point. So 
taking it to the message and looking at this infographic of mission, you know, one of the things that we talk about is how seeing grace is how we see the work of God start to take place in the world and how God then builds believers and matures us and changes us, which are specific things actually in in the infographic. So is there any places right now that you are seeing tangible grace around you? I see. I think with my kids right now, you know, we're obviously as just their parents, we're discipling them and I'm seeing them grow in their understanding and the way they make connections and the way they ask questions. And sometimes they're really hard, challenging questions in a good way. But I think to see them grow in that and to see us grow as a family, like that's really encouraging seeing God's grace, like take root in their heart, even in their little five-year-old minds. So I think for me, you know, just going back to the same person that I keep talking about, because I think it's, it kind of brings this all together for me is after walking through and talking to this person, they see how our gospel community has been talking to them and leading them and loving them and, and discipling them. And you see throughout this, there's, there's less bitterness for what's going on in his life. There is even a, a little bit of hope, maybe not that a situation is going to be fixed, but a hope of what God is eventually going to do on the backside of it. And you get to see this, this tangible change in his life that it's not because we do this, it's that God is using us to do a work in this person's life. And it's part of our mission, but it's also the ability to see the grace of what God is doing there. It's hard because I want to point out areas where I want to see more grace in, right? And yeah. in, in not God's grace, human grace from one to another. Well, maybe for you, it is moving to a place of being more grace-filled for those who aren't as grace-filled as you'd like them to be. That's right. Oh, wait. <laughs> well, and some of that will come out in how we treat others, right? If if we're like, you're not showing the grace I want you to show, we're like, well, we're not showing the grace that we really want to show, and we're kind of acting like that. And there is, I think... Grace doesn't mean just letting people do whatever they want and never calling out the places where sin has infected our life, but grace still has this this heart for others to want them to be in a certain space and not just want judgment. I think that's the hard part. I, I so often want God to show up and burn somebody's shrubs and just say, you're wrong, Aaron was right, and that's not typically how it works because in the midst of me in somebody else's life, God changes me as much as he's really changing them at the same time. Mm-hmm. And we don't typically see the the grace in our own life as God changes us. We only see it as somebody else starts to change. But this is why it's good to be in gospel community because other people, I think, can look at us and see the changes in us that we don't even see. And maybe that'd be a good exercise for our gospel communities to do. If, you know, if you're a leader listening to this, maybe what you do is in a very positive thing, go around people in your room, and ask one another and you just see to, to point things out in other people that they've seen grace in their lives, that they've seen growth so that they will know, oh, uh, it's, it's not just me growing others. These people are also growing me. That could be a healthy exercise. Mm-hmm. One of your favorite things to do is pointing one, out other things in other people. Yes. Everybody else's problems. <laughs> this is how you can do it better. <laughs> What do you think of our infographic? Let us know. Email or send us a voice recording. Smash that like button. <laughs> so I don't think I need to give an example. I think that was good. I'll use that. Okay. Why not? Uh, <laughs> why not give it an example as an example? <laughs> yeah, why not? 
Because again, I think that helps train leaders to respond to somebody who doesn't have an answer right, right. away. Yeah. So that's it's real life. That's the goal of this podcast. I is, like it. 